0: Well, 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 beautiful people, best damn nation, it is Wednesday. The week after Turkey Day, I hope you threw all that Thanksgiving food away. If not, you got worms. It is the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. I am your humble, humble host, Brian Renegade. And with me, I have the best damn crew. First of all, I have the genie himself. The one and only entrepreneur of entrepreneurs. He is the official city showstopper. The man behind the lens. The one and only visionary. LP is in the building. What's going on, man? How y'all doing? How was y'all holiday? Oh, man, I'm still digesting right now you know i'm saying all that turkey meat that i ate you know i'm saying i smoked the whole turkey it was good too boy i made some carolina turkey barbecue you know i'm saying i even made my own vinegar based sauce because they ain't have none in the grocery stores here uh in phoenix and i you know and i was gonna try to order it online but uh it won't go get here in enough time so i made my own vinegar based sauce man turned out pretty great uh everybody raved about it. Everybody loved it. So my Thanksgiving was uh, actually Gucci. What about
1: yours? Oh man, anytime with family is always good with me. I love family time.
0: Oh man, I know that's right. What about you, Mr. Everything? How was your Thanksgiving?
2: Man, I ate myself to sleep.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I went down and
2: saw my mom's and my and my family in South Carolina. And I thought I had to cook. My mother said, Nope, you ain't gotta cook nothing. Sit back, relax, and get ready to eat. And I said, I know mine. Don't worry <laughs> anymore about it.
0: <laughs>
2: well, we got to worry about it. sir. ladies and gentlemen, let
0: me introduce you, the grappler of grapplers, the green eyed banded. He's a mama's favorite wrestler, and he can whoop your daddy ass.
2: Mr. Everything, Victor Andrew. <laughs> what up, what up, what up? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? I know I've been MIA for a good long time, but you know, you can't be missing Everything if you can't do it. I've been busy trying to get some things going, and we got some amazing stuff to happen today. But we're gonna first introduce this man. He is El Capitan, he is the leader of the visionaries. He is the 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 Mount Everest of this ship right here. He is Mr. Best Damn Wrestling Podcast himself, Brian Renegade.
0: Well, thank you. What's <laughs>
2: happening, my
0: brothers? Listen, I will have to say this is an interesting time in. Uh, entertainment, interesting time in the world, a very interesting time in wrestling. we going to get into it because we got to talk Survivor Series, War Games, and everything in between. But man, uh, we got some things to go into. Fellas, Oh, uh, We got some of the best damn nation saying what's up, showing some love. Uh, Jamal Johnson, what's happening, player? I don't know. I don't know what the throw up emoji is about. But That's not a good emoji. <laughs> I don't know if that was a good emoji or not. <laughs> Are you sick after Thanksgiving? Hmm? Consuming all that turkey meat? <laughs> uh, probably, man, probably. Uh, fellas, let's go ahead and get into it. First of all, we got to talk about the big returns. Are we uh, talking about the biggest return? Let's start let's start with the biggest return first let's of all.
2: Let's start with the biggest return. All right, all, let is... me
0: go ahead and break down the biggest return in WWE history. Mm-hmm. We've missed him on TV. Mm-hmm. We never mm-hmm. thought that we were going to see him Back on a WWE product. But man, were we wrong. And he came in and blew the roof off of Chicago.
2: Yes, he did.
0: Everybody, you know, whether you love him or hate him, this man is Mr. Entertainment. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm talking about the one and only the return of the great R
2: Truth. Run, Kill man! Listen. When 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 listen. I, I didn't even see it coming. I swear I didn't see it coming. It was like the whole uh, everything that led up to that moment when he was just rose from behind us, the couch and was eating them ruffles. I was like, <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Our truth is back, ladies and gentlemen.
0: Our truth is back. Uh, man, I love seeing and our we, truth on we TV.
2: We would be remiss or remiss or whatever the word is. We we won't do our due diligence, if we didn't remind everyone that he is a best damn wrestling podcast alumni.
0: He definitely is. Uh Our truth, brother. We happy to see you back on TV, man. We gotta get you back on the show, my brother. Got to get you back on the show to talk about uh, This huge return, man I'm actually excited to see our truth Back on TV uh, But he already has a little opposition Man, your boy J.D. Madonna Said he got a hot one for R-Truth So uh, Don't make me hate you already More than I do, sir <laughs> don't, don't you touch R-Truth R-Truth is an absolute legend If you do anything To hurt our truth we're coming for you. We're coming for you. That's all I'm saying. That's it. <laughs> Take it how you want it. <laughs> uh we also have some other returns, but let me let me uh let me go ahead and get into war games. I know that you guys uh, uh, all the juices are flowing and all the tongues are wagging from war games, but I want to talk about some of these matches. Um, fellas, you know we do this each and every week. Uh, whenever we have a major event, uh, hold on, let me go ahead and put things down there so you guys can follow us on our social medias like he does. Uh, but, fellas, we have to go to school to grade this year's Survivor Series War Game.
1: Excuse me, class. Class. SHUT UP!
0: Uh, Fellas, how would you grade this year's Survivor Series War Games amongst the pantheons of war games from the past? Let me go to the villain of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, your boy L.P.
1: I I think the pay-per-view itself, I would give it between like a a C plus or a B minus, but just because of the comp, this, just because of what happened, you got to give it an A. I mean, you had two of the biggest returns that people have been waiting for uh, for a good minute. And the matches, the matches themselves, the matches was good. Um, I think the only match I didn't care about was the Santos because that was to me that was a thrown together match. I don't I, even if it wasn't being Carlito, that could have been in the pre show. I wouldn't have gave it down by that. Um, <laughs> But uh, but uh, I think the the women's match the men match I think everything was good. The, the and and you said nobody saw CM Punk coming. I've been saying this for I've been saying it for a while. I checked the them archives, yeah. I've been saying CM Punk was coming back. We'll we'll get more into that and we woman get in it. But um, yeah, I I, I I give it an A just because of everything that happened with the paper. Yeah,
0: man. Uh... Actually, this is the highest grossing Survivor Series of all time. It's, it's kind of something to be said about that. Mr. Everything, how would you grade this year's Survivor Series War
2: Games? I'd definitely give it an A. Um, a little bit closer to a B. I mean, they could have stepped up some of the matches. Um, the Miz and uh Gunther was a really good one. Um, Miz really went out there and, and showed off. Um, i I agree with uh LP in terms of um Santos Escobar and Dragon League, it was not what was expected in terms of that match. I was expecting some really fast, high flying flips and dips and craziness and. They just didn't do it. But I I understand why. You know, Escobar is kind of changing um, changing gears in terms of how he's approaching everything in terms of his matches. Uh, But the women's war games was really good. Uh, The men's war games is great. Uh, It was good to see Randy Orton back and doing what Randy Orton does and hit people with the most dangerous three letters in all of sports and entertainment. The R K. Oh,
0: man. Yeah, uh, definitely. I I like your your take on it. I think this one is going to have to get an A from me. And just because of of the sheer magnitude of some of the things that actually happened. Uh, A lot of people compare it to hell freezing over. Uh, (laughs) A couple of things. Uh, The men's Survivor Series match was was really good i i I think i really enjoyed it um i more so enjoyed it at the end when your boy randy orton came in and the crowd went absolutely nuts um we didn't know if randy orton was going to show up or not a lot of people were chatting uh cm punk because they thought cm punk was going to possibly come into the match instead of randy orton i thought that might have happened for a small small fraction of the time but uh Randy orton came in and Randy Orton fashion man he really just took over everything and uh he looked like an absolute assassin I hundred percent believe that if Randy Orton was not wrestling that he would be an international spy snapping necks and, and snapping people from <laughs> 200 miles away, 200 miles away I 100 percent believe that he looked jacked. I looked at Randy. I I never knew that Randy was that big. I knew he was tall. He was he's about what, six two, six three. Um, but compared to everybody else in that ring, Randy looked like an absolute monster. And I'm like, wow, he looks good. Not, you know. I'm I'm like, I can only aspire to have a body like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If you're gonna build a wrestler on WWE. 2K, 24, I think is probably going to be the next one. You absolutely build a wrestler like Randy Orton or a Batista like me. I'm building a big guy. I'm usually going for a Batista-style body, Randy Orton-style body. But Randy looked huge compared to everybody else in that ring, man. And, and he, he did not miss a beat. And I think that when he came in, a lot of wrestlers kind of have that feeling like, man, do I still got it? Yeah, You know, did I skip a step? Mr. Everything, I want to get into the mind and the psyche of a wrestler because you are a wrestler, so one of the best uh, in a lot of circles, you know what I'm saying? Actually, uh, voted uh, one of the best black wrestlers in the country. Mr. Everything, can you give us some insight to how it is to come back after an injury and wrestle for the first time? Man, what is that feeling like? And what goes through your mind as a wrestler and entertainer while you're
2: performing? Yeah, man. I mean, as someone who has been through several injuries, the most greatest injury was my neck injury. Um, You do happen to kind of second guess yourself and have that, okay, can I still do this? Um, my? am I going to fall incorrectly or am I going to fall the right way? And then that be it. Like there's a lot of things that goes through your mind. It's with the injury, like Randy Orton sustained with the, his back and you know, the whole story of all the RKOs he's done and his career has kind of tore his back up. And, you know, it, it, it's an injury. Like he sustained an injury, like a neck injury is one is two of the most dangerous ones for a professional wrestler because, um, you know we we have to fall a lot you know we got to take all those bumps and you know everything that we do in terms of professional wrestling is mostly our back and neck um so it's a lot that goes through your mind especially when you get in there and you want to make sure that whoever you're in the ring with is going to take care of you it's not gonna go out there and try to do nothing crazy and of course you don't want to do nothing crazy um but with a match like war games you, you <laughs> You, you, there's no room for error and there's no room for it to say you know i'm not doing nothing crazy like that's that's one of those matches where you expect to do some really bananas and bizarre type stuff oh um, and you got kendo sticks you got all kinds of weapons involved in that. so there's a lot that goes to your mind there's a lot of training that you go through to prepare yourself but nothing really prepares you in terms of training and and, and rehabilitation as much as actually getting out there because there's so much going through this there's the adrenaline there's the reaction of the fans i mean they they really blew that roof off when randy orton's music hit and that really sets in you Like the first time i actually made it back to a ring and a a crowd went crazy i just kind of stood there and had to take it in and it's like okay let me stay in character. Let me stay ready for what's getting ready to happen. Let me make sure that I can still go out there and perform and give them what they're giving me. You know, Randy Orton's mindset is like, yo, you guys are giving me all this energy, all this ovation, all this love. I got to give it back to you. I got to perform on my top um, better than what I was before. And that's, that's the biggest thing is coming back better than you was before you never want to come back feeling like you're still doing the same old thing you're moving the same old way when you come back from an injury your mindset is like i want to do things 10 times 20 times a thousand times better than what i did before the injury so congrats to rainy orton for coming back going out there and giving those eight rkos like it ain't nothing never missed a beat and it's good to see him i'm I'm excited to see what he's going to do next
0: Yeah, man, I'm actually uh, very excited to see what they do with Randy Orton, man, but you know, in a lot of ways, this can can be a PR nightmare for a smaller company, right? Because now you have all of these top guys in the company again. Now, we we just mentioned I know uh, on the last podcast LP, you was talking about who are the stars in WWE? You know what I'm saying? Who are the ones that, that really transcend wrestling and that people are talking about? And I think that uh these three returns to me, but like we we we're gonna uh just mention right now uh the return of CM Punk and the return of Randy Orton. These are two guys who have put in miles uh on the circuits, man, uh both in the real world and in the wrestling world as well, you know what I'm saying. So, Randy Orton and CM Punk, uh, I wonder if they're going to be on the same show. I wonder if they're going to run into each other. I wonder if they're going to have a match. I would love to see that, to be honest with you. Uh, Randy Orton versus CM Punk, uh, but have they ever had a match before? I don't think they've ever had a match
2: before.
0: I don't know. L.P.F. They had a match before.
1: Not that I remember, unless they had it that small time frame when I wasn't watching wrestling. When when CM Punk was kind of with Paul Heyman and all that, whatever year around that time, I really wasn't watching wrestling like that. Yeah, unless they had it happened. I don't think so. Okay,
0: I would like to see them now. You know, they're they're both veterans in the game, man, and and I would love to see them do a matchup. Uh, and my question is, how is CM Punk's wrestling style going to be now that he's in WWE? Is he going to change his wrestling style uh, from the way he wrestled in AEW? Or is he going to wrestle a little bit more safe uh, than he did? Or is he going to try to put on some absolute slobbinocker banger bloody matches here in WWE? Uh, let me ask that question to Mr. Everything.
2: Uh, I think CM Punk is going to come in and he's going to change the game just a little bit. Not not too much Um, because he does walk around with the whole ideal of being the best in the world. So whenever he steps in a ring, he's got to show why he walks around saying he's the best in the world. Um, Seth Rollins is one of the greatest in the world. Um, Randy Orton is one of the most, you know, greatest in the world. Uh, so once he have these type of matches with these guys, he's really got to step it up. Now, I don't, he, he really didn't do much in AEW for people to be like, yo, that was a really great CM Punk match. Um, and he had free range to do a lot more than what he would do at WWE. So it remains to be seen exactly what he's going to be capable of doing and what he's going to be willing to do uh, and what they will allow him to do. But I did uh, find a match between CM Punk and Randy Orton. They did have a match on Monday Night Raw, July 8th, 2013. So they did have had um, a couple of matches before.
0: I, w- I really wasn't really watching wrestling around that time. Yeah. <laughs> I think around the CM Punk reign kind of era, I, I was not watching the product, man. And I don't know what turned me off of, about it. I don't know. I think things just kind of got stale and uh i don't know real life took over i guess but you know it's (laughs) it's just at that time i wasn't really interested in 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 a champion of cm punk i don't know at at that time that's how i felt. now you know if cm punk goes for a belt now how will i feel about it well i don't know i'm gonna see what kind of storylines they give for punk man If that if he can actually uh you know Really take things to another level. You know what I mean? And the thing that's in most people's mind is is CM Punk going
2: to challenge
0: the head of the
2: table? Right. Let's 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 discuss that really quick. Um, the bloodline it has to be the most talked about faction in all of WWE everybody's talking about the bloodline. Randy Orton made his uh, comments about the bloodline. Um, Cody Rhodes still has problems with the bloodline. Drew McIntyre. Everybody has issues with the bloodline. And what's funny is Jay Uso is in the mix of all of this. But what's even worse is that the bloodline don't even have a storyline going on right now. They're not even doing anything. Solo Sokoa, you know, he did his thing with John Cena. Jimmy Uso is just you know, is trying to figure out whether he's allowed to say yeet or not. And then Roman Reigns is doing whatever he's doing. So they're keeping the bloodline relevant just by talks, which is very interesting because it's going to it's gonna make a big dynamic of who is actually going to take Roman Reigns down when it comes time for him to lose that belt, whether it's WrestleMania, Warrior Rumble, whenever. But it makes a big... Uh, Storyline because you have all these different entities that are involved in this and wrapped up in this whole package of the bloodline. Now you have Randy Orton involved in it. Uh, will CM Punk be involved in it in some kind of way? Remains to be seen. Um, but I don't really see you bringing CM Punk to chase Gunther type of deal. You know, you got to bring him back to kind of really push him towards something pretty big.
0: Now, you know what? To be honest with you, that will be his biggest challenge if he was brave enough to do that. And to be honest with you, Gunther is, I mean, Roman Reigns is is something different. He's he's really unattainable. <laughs> I'm gonna have to say. Um, to me, to be honest with you, see a punk is not even a threat to Roman. Mm. To me, mm. Roman has done things in this business that no other wrestler has done. Look, I can't can't say, well, yeah, 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 I can say that. Honestly, he's done things that no other wrestler has done. I don't see CM Punk as a threat. I see Randy Orton more of a threat than I do CM Punk. Maybe I'm crazy. I know a lot of people don't believe I'm not a CM Punk fan. I'm just I just go off of what I see from him. And and granted, he is one of the best on the mic. He can go in the ring. But I kind of still I kind of look at him like I look at Edge. The way he moves ain't smooth like that. Mm-hmm. It's, it's really not. The way he moves in the ring, it's not like... I don't know how many CM Punk matches I can actually sit through and watch. If I had to watch the best of CM Punk, I don't know if I could sit through 20 matches of CM Punk. Depends on who you, who the matches are. I don't care who the matches with <laughs> I'm, just being, I'm just being honest. I'm just being honest. <laughs> And I'm not being mean. And I'm happy that he's back, but I really, you got, the, you got, he got, he got a uh Jay Uso situation. He got a lot to prove to a lot of people, and if he thinks he don't, he did wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, he got a lot. I wouldn't say he got a lot to prove. I mean, the thing you don't is, think he
1: got
0: a lot to prove after coming back after talking shit he, about the company about burying
1: the company on numerous occasions. It don't matter. Uh, going to another company, getting fired, then no. coming crawling back to the WWE for, in the name of money. WWE, if they were doing so great and they didn't need CM Punk, they wouldn't have been busting their ass trying to get CM Punk. That's number one. So you can say what you want to about CM Punk, CM Punk is a that's like I said before he's a high commodity at the moment he was in AEW you knew he was going to WWE that's why everybody's shocked I was not shocked at all and the whole thing was Seth I've been watching wrestling for 45 years I know it work when I see a work the moment Seth Rollins started name dropping CM Punk at that interview when Seth Rollins name dropped CM Punk if you didn't know CM Punk was coming to your WWE you're crazy because that was the moment you knew he was coming to the wwe and ever since then they been planting, they've been planting plantin little seeds the whole entire time so the if the first belt that cm punk is going to get is going to be seth's belt because if you're paying attention seth is already about to go heel and for whatever reason maybe they're gonna make punk a face which i, I think both of them are better as heels. I, I don't like punk as a face but Seth is better as a heel but you can clearly see the fans, where the WWE fans are the most wishy-washy fans i ever seen in my life. <laughs> they've been singing Seth's song nonstop forever, and now CM Punk back, and all of a sudden, y'all flipping and, and trying to give it to CM Punk. CM Punk, and then another thing too, nobody is talking about, if you think CM Punk is going to be a full-time wrestler, you're out your damn mind. Roman is Roman is part-time. You think, you think he don't see that? Brock is part-time. You think he don't see that? Logan Paul just won the belt and damn, and two I see different. He's part-time. These are three of the biggest stars the company has, right? Three of the biggest stars. They're part-time. You think Punk is about to come in and start wrestling every damn Monday, Thursday in a pay-per-view? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> See your partner said about the money. He's going to wrestle, but he's gonna wrestle on a part time basis. I don't whoever it is they're gonna start building, which is obviously Seth, it's not Roman. Don't nobody want to see no day, it is that reaction that they put out. So first of all, Mr. Everything, you're a wrestler. Brian, you're a black man. I'm a black man. If I wanna fight somebody, you know who can't hold me back? Michael Cole? Michael Cole <laughs> holding back? Get the fuck out of here. They talk about they talk about Michael Cole had to hold him. Michael Cole, Michael Cole, and Corey Graves had to hold him back. Man, y'all, y'all get caught up in, in, the, in the in the moment. I I, I get caught up in the moment, but I be looking at shit like Michael Cole, I would whoop Michael Cole ass. He couldn't stop me from fighting nobody. Get get out of here. Get out of here. here. You trying to tell me, are y'all going to say y'all want to fight somebody? Michael Cole in a suit with dress shoes on? We'll be be able to hold y'all, man. You want to get there? Come on, man. Y'all know. I know you got to think about your money, though. You got to think about your money. You 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 get a fine. You get a fine. Michael Cole Cole got him by himself. (laughs) Michael Cole holding him by himself. Hey, hey! Listen, listen.
2: Michael Cole is undefeated at WrestleMania. Don't sleep on
1: that man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yo, like I said, I get it, but let's not. I will be feeling like I'm crazy sometimes when I see people. I'm, and I and I, I like getting excited and the hype, but I know it work when I see it. And they've been working on this for a very long time. And this is the that is that is the way he's headed. A lot of people don't even want Seth to have the belt. A lot of people are saying Seth should've lost the belt a long time ago. Should CM Punk be the one to take the belt from him? Yeah, but you guys do know CM Punk also has a belt that he never lost. I don't know if they're gonna put that into play cause you remember he was teasing like he was gonna bring it over to AEW but he pulled out another belt from that bag, that belt that he was supposed to left with or whatever. So CM Punk is only gonna fight for gold. He's not gonna fight Gunther. If not Randy, I can see them pushing Randy toward Gunther. CM Punk, no, no, no. CM Punk is a top star. He's not gonna go for any belt except for the main belt, and that's gonna be the first. That's gonna be the first belt he's gonna go out there. He's not gonna. I doubt he have any other matches. I think he they'll be doing a lot of talking and building up. Who he gonna have a match with? Uh, uh, I'm pretty sure he gonna be on Raw. Who he gonna have a match with on Raw that really gonna matter? Cold, well, other than, other than Cody, and they already... Sinsuke already done going after Cody. So, Cody, you got another side quest. Side <laughs> 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 so, quest. Yeah, I'm convinced. I'm convinced that Cody is going to be the one to beat Roman. I'm I'm truly convinced. It's just going to be a long damn time, but they'll start building that story, you know, closer to WrestleMania. But, yeah, CM Punk. CM Punk is about to go after Seth. And it ran to go out to anybody, uh, well, outside of the whatever they are gonna have with a Judgment Day. You know, I, I really think it's gonna be, I think it's gonna be Gunther or he gonna fight Damian Priest for the Money in the Bank. I mean, that's that's another route that could go. Cause I think Damian Priest is gonna lose that Money in the Bank, cause he already he already don't he almost don't cast it in like eight times. So I I can I can see somebody talking him into a challenge or something, and he gonna lose that Money in the Bank. I don't I don't that's just me.
2: Nah, I He's going to get a belt
0: around his waist. Yeah. Let's go out to the best damn nation, man, and see what some of the the fans are saying. Uh, We got a comment from Facebook saying, Randy is more of a threat to Seth Rollins than CM Punk. I can see. There's a strong argument for that. There's a strong argument for that.
2: Randy has already stated that his 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 tunnel vision is the bloodline. So um we can go ahead and cancel that out. Unless something crazy happens. Nah. Uh, like like LP said, our only thing I see happening really is CM Punk and, and Seth Rollins because they already planted that seed. Uh, Randy Orton's got his mindset on uh, uh, the bloodline, which could end up being a match between him and Jay Uso type of deal which will cause some friction within the guys that are kind of together in terms of like Jay Uso, Sami Zayn. Sami Zayn and CM Punk would be good. I ain't going to hold you. <coughs> I think Sami Zayn would give CM Punk a run for his money. I'm not saying that
0: Sami Zayn is going to win, but I say that Sami Zayn would definitely push CM Punk to his level because CM Punk is going to est- underestimate uh, Sami Zayn like most people do.
2: Yeah, you know gonna Sami Zayn is going to go through a change pretty soon. I don't know if you guys caught it. Or you were listening. Michael Cole references old gimmick El Generico during the during the
0: paper. Man, don't nobody
2: see that. I see that? If he put on a mask, I don't Stop. see him putting on a mask. <laughs> In terms of his his persona being more. Um, you know, doing all the crazy stuff that he used to do as El Generico um, could happen. You know, he, he, Sami Zayn is moving a lot more fluid than what he used to. You know, he would do a lot of, you know, some really good ground and pound stuff. But he's he's starting to show that, yo, I'm I'm athletic. I can do some flips and, and craziness now. So he's getting ready to go through a change.
0: I can, I can see that 100%. Let's go back out to the best damn nation, man. We got another comment here. Uh, it says uh, random, but CM Punk versus L A Knight. Yeah, no. <laughs> you, I guys, would, you guys, do to see, see that? Is that I
1: something that, would, that you might be interested in? That would only hurt. That would only hurt L A Knight. Like that's why I think CM Punk will be on Raw. They try if, if they finally start pushing L A Knight, but they still haven't gave him the full push. But they still kind of pushing him versus CM Punk. It's not like the Miz. CM Punk is not gonna. CM Punk is not the Miz. He not. CM Punk not letting nobody come up over him to to get status like the Miz is willing to do. Nah. CM, CM Punk is belt or nothing. I'm telling you guys, his first. I I would be surprised if his first match is not for the title. Like, it's, CM Punk is not coming back to wrestle, uh, the and Brutes. <laughs> He's not. He's not. Just like I don't see Randy. See, with Randy, I can see Randy wrestling different people like that. Because Randy, Randy is a company man. Randy yeah, yeah, is a yeah, loyalist. But, you know I mean? but I will say this. I think we all know Randy ain't got but so much in the tank. I love me some Randy. But if we think of Randy about to do 10 more years, you're fooling your damn self. So just, <laughs> like, just like they should have did with Edge. They should have gave edged that belt at least one more time. And they didn't. That's probably one of the reasons why he left. But they need to go ahead. Right now, WWE is stacked. They already been stacked. But you had CM Punk, Randy coming back, Drew McIntyre, whatever he got going on. I'm like, you and you still got Sammy coming up. You got all these other these other guys coming up. So you gotta start doing something for these, for these other guys. They got Bobby Lashley over here, <laughs> not knowing nothing really. Like and they have that uh, unleashed the beast. They got him playing over here with his whole tag team build. They they got they got a they they got too many wrestlers right now that they gotta start. Um, they gotta start doing stuff. Everybody talking about over there at AEW that your boy trying to get fired. Uh, what's the what's the Hispanic guy named his marriage to, uh, short. Uh, uh, yeah. uh, Andrade. Yeah. Yeah, everybody, everybody saying Andrade or um Alex Alex Black Black, whatever damn name is, some of them not happy at AEW. And they but the thing is these guys got fired. Like just because CM Punk came back, don't mean who the hell wants y'all back? Like really, really. <laughs> Malachi Black coming back. You think the crowd going No, we ain't gonna give a damn. Like get that oh AEW. Okay, Is the arena gonna explode? Hell if no!
2: That's the way he goes. If he, if, he yeah, if, hell
1: no. if they send him back to NXT, <laughs> yeah, they gonna they gonna lose that money. <laughs> back to the <laughs> developmental. Maybe, maybe they get <laughs> Call the NXT now, developmental. <laughs> now that's the way they get it. Now that's the way they could build. A, I mean, that's the way they could build NXT up if they brought them guys back and left them on NXT because they, they definitely couldn't do nothing on Wayne roster. Like you know, they could build NXT up with these if they were to the bring these stars back. But they fired these guys for a reason. And don't think W W E is not finished firing people. Everything getting quiet, but it's gonna come out of the blue. It's gonna come out of the blue again. And there's gonna be some more firing. and everybody's gonna be all shot. They did it one time. You think that's it? No, no, no. They still got some they still got some uh Sandra Alexander is uh they <laughs> they got some people in the back that still be probably. Man, why you gonna do
0: seeing like that, man? <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah, gonna I'm, about, man. I'm gonna give I'm gonna praise because I don't know if we did it on on the last shows, but the Sandra Alexander and uh, and Dragon Lee matches on on uh, what was that on SmackDown? Man, those were some of the greatest matches that I've seen from cedric alexander i think he really showed his value and i'm not sure why he's not on tv more and then and, and more matches man but i thought that they they did great and said did a great job of bringing up dragon lee to the point that dragon lee already had his first pay-per-view it's there, there for lwo uh member carlito when he was attacked by uh santos uh escobar uh, he stepped in, and they put on a great match. And and you mentioned the styles, uh, Mister Everything, and you wanted to see the style more flippy. I I didn't. I expected that too, but when I saw it, I was like, I know what Santos is doing. He changed his style. He had more of, a, of an American wrestling style with a loose lucha presence, and and that allowed him to be more of a heel. You know what I'm saying? And have more of a presence. Other than the people, what people were expecting. So when he changed the style, I was like, okay, Hill Santos ain't doing all the flippy floppy. He'll do, he'll do some, just so that he can still do it. But he, his pure intention was to do damage to Dragon Lee. And when he ripped half his mask off, I was like, ooh, this room. <laughs> <laughs> He, rip, he ripped the boy mask a little bit. And I'm like, man, he going for it. So I, I, I saw that, that he had a more uh, stoic, uh, darker presence and energy about him. And he went back to the Santos of old. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Legado Dana Fantasma. That Santos was an absolute assassin. And so if he's going back to that, I think, to be honest, and I saw this online, but I kind of agree with it. Santos is what the WWE kind of wanted to do with Andrade. I see a lot of similarities in the handling of, of, of Santos and how they handle Andrade. You know what I'm saying? And the funny thing about it, they put uh, Selena Vega, with both of them.
1: I, I'm gonna be honest. I thought they were the same people for a while. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie. I literally, I literally thought they were the same people. Because when when they started pushing him, I was like, "Did they fire him?" But I was like, "Oh shoot, that that ain't the same." Uh, for, for, for. Yeah. <laughs> same treatment, man.
0: He, he, you know what I'm saying, but. I think that Selena Vega is a great manager, so even if Santos is not in the LWO, I think that they can still maintain a babyface presence, even with a Carlito and uh, and um, the other two members of the LWO. Um, let's talk about this, this women's World Games match real quick, fellas. Uh, We had Bianca, Charlotte, Shotzi, and Becky versus uh, Damage Control, uh, which was Bailey, Oscar, Io Sky, and Kyrie Zane. Did you guys enjoy this match? Actually, this match really set the whole mood and tone of the whole War Games thing. Uh, And actually, they said that this was probably one of the, the highest or most watched women's War games match in history. So let's talk about it. Mr. Everything, did you enjoy the women's war game match? Uh,
2: I, I honestly expected a little bit more of a betrayal on uh, Bailey, but I see what they did with her. I see they, they made her the sacrificial lamb in terms of this match. Like she just threw herself into all kinds of things to make it look like she is an asset to the team. Um, And I think that's where they're going to go in terms of making her seem like she's still the leader, but she really isn't. But now she's trying to prove that she can still stay in the team, still stay in the group. Um, So she's fighting to keep a spot, or a spot at this point. Um, But yeah, it was good. It was good. A couple spots was kind of like, all right, you're taking a little bit too long to do this, and then they're just standing looking like uh, Eo Sky doing the <laughs> jump off the top of the cage with the, with the garbage can. It's really cool to see, but it takes a long time to do. And, and it just looked dumb for everybody just standing there like.
0: <laughs> Set up. Too oh, Set
2: up. Like, I, that just annoys yeah. me to no end. So, um, but other than that, you know, the ladies would have went out there. Shot is is annoying. Chassis is annoying. She's she she just I, I get her her gimmick is a little eccentric, so she's supposed to be all over the place, but get out the way sometimes. Like you just in the way. Most she time. gives me she gives me Nikki Cross vibes, bro. And yeah.
0: how Nikki Cross used to act, you know what I'm saying? Really hyper, really dark and really ready to fight. It's the same kind of energy, and it's super crazy. I don't know if she's trying to scare people with that or convince people that she's in. Oh, oh.
2: I'm saying. Um, Mm -hmm. I think for um with Shashi, she makes it hard for everybody to kind of respond to her. If you watch how she kind of did her little thing during the uh, SmackDown last week, everybody kind of stood and looked at her like, "What are you? What are you? What are you you talking about?" Even Sullivan was like, "Yeah."
0: whatever what,
2: whatever what, whatever she saying yeah right. come on, come on with, with that, like she didn't know how to respond and that just kind of it, it it bothers me because i'm like yo y'all supposed to be able to respond to any and everything if someone runs into the ring and jumps on you you're supposed to be able to respond to it you know so shots is just a little all over the place but go ahead continue what you were saying uh about her giving the nikki nikki cross pops
0: yeah, she gives me really Nikki Cross vibes, man. She, you know, she just reminds me of the the dark kind of hyper personality and uh kind of annoying. Uh Nikki Cross, I don't know what she's doing right now. She's just out of it. I don't even know what they try to set up with what she's doing, but uh that's what Shot C is doing, man. Let me go back out to the best dev nation. We got another comment. Uh it says, uh Bailey carried the match. I a hundred percent. Agreed that Bailey has been carrying SmackDown's women's division for quite some time. Whether people wanna uh believe it or not. Bailey has been uh, put <laughs> she been holding down the spot for the women, man. You know what I'm saying? You gotta give the girl her credit, man, that she uh put up a killer squad um at war games, although they did come up short. Um, I mean, it was it was a great showing. And, you know, we still feel like possibly Bayley is going to get, get kicked out of damage control. Uh, definitely getting those five. But maybe Bayley should be on her own. Maybe Bayley should step out and be the Bayley who we all suspect that she can be. You know what I'm saying? But right now, SmackDown has a lot of women stars that are kind of muttering in the mid-card kind of, fake. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Like Charlotte. What Charlotte's kinda what floating around? Why are you even you know, <laughs> she should yes. do more? Bianca is kind of floundering. Yeah. She should that's do not, more. That's They brought Becky over. For what reason did Becky have to come over? You can't use the women that's already there.
1: Becky, Becky's a bigger start than the other women. Yeah.
2: It is in the story, the story behind well, uh, Becky, Charlotte, and uh, Bailey's is the bigger thing,
1: yeah. I mean, I like even Shotsy was thrown in there, they really could have put any female in her spot. I'm surprised, Lil Morgan, if she hurt, they could have easily just threw Liv Morgan in there and they would have got a better response than Shotsy. Like, maybe, maybe she hurt, but uh, yeah, Becky, without Becky. I think the whole Becky and Charlotte on the same team kind of thing, that that's kind of spiced it up a little bit. Um, I let's gotta, talk about I,
0: that moment. Let's talk about that moment um, when they had some you know, friction within the the night before and then in the match. And then they had a moment where they looked at each other and they kind of rejoiced and then they hugged each other. I think that was a long time going, and uh, that was great storytelling within that match. How did you guys feel about that moment? Go ahead, LP.
1: Uh, I thought it, I thought it was cool. I kind of saw it coming eventually, uh, but I, I thought I, I I I think it worked because they did it first. It seemed like they were going to do that with Seth Rollins and Cody with the whole bell thing or whatever. But I was like, I hope they are gonna do that two times in the same match. I mean, in the same pay per view, which they kind of almost did. But um, I think that Becky and Charlotte thing was was cool. To be honest, I was I would like Becky, Charlotte, and Bianca. And like, maybe like, I would like, really like to kind of be like a little squad. I mean, we're never going to get the full horsewomen. Uh, I don't think we ever will because it seems like somebody always going to be missing. And when they got a chance to do it, they don't do it. Why? I don't know. Um, I think probably because of too many stars that you put those horse women together now, who's going to be the leader? Who's going to be the main person? All of them have become too big of stars for them to ever do it. But uh, it will be nice to see because we... You take Bailey out of damage control. That's it for damage control. Damage control would still be a little group, but Bailey is damage control. Like, right? let's be honest. You take her out of the mix. Who are you gonna? You who who is damage control without Bailey? You got a champion nobody cares about. Let's be honest. Most people don't even know EO, E-O, E-O whatever. EO, on not receive and got the belt. Like, like she brings nothing to this title right here. Uh you got old girl, she hurt. She seemed like she stayed hurt. Every time I look, she damn hurt. Uh what's Dakota her name? Kai. Huh? Dakota Kai. Yeah, she she always hurt. Uh <laughs> that's damage control. You can't throw Oscar in damage control. Oscar's better all by herself. So you know, and I don't wanna see Bailey as a face. I don't want her coming back with the hugs and the damn the damn fucking worldly things and oh, no, no. Bailey <laughs> better as a heel I, I, I know it probably seems like I like everybody to be a heel But a lot of these people are better heels Let me know if I said anybody Anybody that I said is a better heel Randy, better heel Edge, better heel uh, Seth, better heel Becky, uh, Finn Balor A lot of these wrestlers are better as heels And I think that's a problem too Because everybody's, everybody's a great heel And nobody and everybody is a good face anymore
0: let me ask you guys a question. And this is an interesting question. Do you think the era of the babyface good guy is dead? Because you just mentioned that a lot of a lot of the people who are babyfaces now are really not true babyfaces. They muddled and walked the line of between babyface and heel, and to the point where you don't really know. Who that person is, but that's life and that's people, right? That's how you, you know, translate that to, to real life. Some people do walk that that fine line, and it's not black and white with them. You know what I'm saying? They might have done some bad things, but they're not a bad person. And then you have some other people who are bad people that that just do bad things and they don't want to do good things. And so they just who they are. They don't care. Uh and then you have people who are actually really good people you know what i'm saying uh so you have different factors of different personalities in some of these characters right so i don't really see any especially men i don't see any male wrestlers right now as true baby faces am i wrong in saying that let me throw that around in the room let me ask uh start with mr everything
2: Oh, no, you're not wrong. Um, One of the biggest things that Vince McMahon would always say is no one's 100% evil, no one's 100% good. That's why it was so easy for people like Stone Cold to get over either way. Whether he was a heel or babyface, it was easy for him to get over because it's relatable. No No one can really relate to Superman anymore until Superman started doing some really crazy stuff. No one really relates to Batman. They relate to the Joker because no one believes that the joker is the bad guy you know so it's there there's no room for uh a really i'm just blue collar love me and that's all type of baby face you got to have some type of um darkness to you, you got to have some type of aggression because if not then you just be pushed around
0: mm. that's interesting lp what are your thoughts on that my friend i
1: uh, yeah, I think, I think you got a couple of pure baby faces right now. I think right now, Sammy, Cody, and you, you got a handful of them that I feel like is like, you know, old school baby face, baby face. But I think, I think everybody likes a little bit of edge, and no pun, no pun intended. There's <laughs> a little bit, of, a little bit of edge to the character, um, because it's like know Mister Mister Ever- Everything just refers Superman. A lot of people think Superman is boring. I mean, you're super strong, you're a Boy Scout. Wolverine is cooler. (laughs) The Punisher is cooler. (laughs) Like everybody like a little little edge. So that's why some of these people, if they kind of go face, they need to be like a stone cold. Or I've said it many times before, I've never thought the Undertaker was a heel or face. I think sometimes he's been a clear heel but I ain't never looked at the Undertaker as a pure face. Even when the fans were cheering him as the American badass, he still beating people asses in bathrooms. <laughs> like the Undertaker is a prime example. Has there ever really been a face Undertaker? Like, that's a good comment. Maybe somebody can really break it down and tell me. Because anytime you tell me the Undertaker was a face, I'm gonna give you something he did during that time that won't lie, that wasn't a face kind of guy. I think the Undertaker is probably the only character in history that has never been at full face. Correct me if I'm wrong. If we want to throw somebody else out, even Stone Cold, Stone Cold, he, 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 he'll he be the close second between him and Stone Cold. But hands down, the Undertaker has never been. I want to say Brock might be on that. Brock might be teetering that line, too, now that I think about it. It's only a couple. I Somewhere. probably say this one.
2: Shawn Michaels, Triple H, all of them. No, nobody actually was like a full blue-collar, straight down the line baby face. They all had some type of kind of regression. Even like it's like Triple H and, and Shawn Michaels during the DX era. They had some walking around saying, suck it. How many, How good is that? <laughs> you know how how, how, how,
0: how first how much of much all, they had back? every every young boy between the age of nine. Till I was about, I would say, to about 18, telling people to suck it. Uh, you know how many people got in trouble in school for doing the DX cross chop? Huh? I was one of them. One of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, that was the interesting time in wrestling, and you're right. That was some very bad boy heel thing to do and say, and it was almost a shocking no kind of thing. But when we think about some of the greatest babyfaces in history, man, it's kind of really hard. Like, okay, when I think of a babyface, I'm thinking like Ricky Steamboat. And I'm pretty sure he had some stints when he was a, a heel. But uh, to me, Ricky Steamboat has always been a babyface. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, who? Else? I'm trying to think. Um, Hacksaw Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I don't never remember him being no damn heel.
2: Nope.
0: Hacksaw, yeah, Hacksaw Jim Duggan, man. Uh, he, he, was, he was a great baby face. Um, Bob Backlund to me, Bob. Even even he was he was crazy as hell, but he was a baby face guy to me.
1: Come on oh, I, I can't. I, I, Bob Bagley as a baby face. To me, <laughs> he was insane, but he was <laughs> uh I don't I don't
0: think of him in a negative light. I do remember him putting that cross face chicken wing on people and they struggling. Ah, ah,
2: ah. He, he, he put so, everybody. He put yeah. that thing on everybody. He, he didn't care who it was.
0: Um, but yeah, it's not a lot of pure baby faces where they stay babyfaces their whole career, except for Ray Mysterio. And I know he had a period of time where you know maskless Ray right before he came in to WWE. But when he came in WWE, man, he was all—he's always been a babyface since the time he stepped foot in WWE. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So a lot of the women. They usually become breakout stars once they go over to the dark side from being a pure babyface type character. I.e., Charlotte had her breakout moment when she turned heel. Uh, Bailey had her breakout moment when she turned heel. Bailey was already talked about, but she had her breakout moment when she went and cut down the little floaty dudes. <laughs> there <you> go, man. <laughs> when she cut them down, they. <laughs> yeah. When she cut the little floaties down, yeah, that's that was her breakout moment. You know what I'm saying? um So every every major star that we've seen, Rhea, Rhea had her breakout moment when she turned to a, a heel character, and then she joined Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Rhea is undeniable. Before then, Rhea was checking. She was, she became women's, she was NXT women's champion. She became women's champion. And her reign as women's champion during that point of time was nothing to talk about. It was really boring. And then she became tag team women's champion. And then that kind of floundered. And then she really didn't have a space until she joined Judgment Day. And then she became the most powerful figure in sports entertainment.
1: Yeah, but her reign, her, her reign now they're they're not doing anything for her reign. Like haven't heard like who did she fight in the pay-per-view? I don't even remember.
0: She fought uh Zoe Starks. Oh, Zoe sorry. Starks, we gotta talk about that real quick. Zoe right. Starks versus uh Rhea Ripley match was really good. It was really hard hitting and Zoe showed that she belongs at the top of the card, but unfortunately she failed to mommy. So go ahead. You
1: know, did anybody really think Zoe thoughts was gonna win that match at any given time? Because I didn't.
0: No, she didn't have
1: she didn't have enough momentum behind her. Yeah, and that's the that's the thing. Every match that Rhea has yeah. had, have y'all ever thought she was gonna lose? I haven't, not once since she yeah. since she won, since she won the belt until Charlotte or Bianca or somebody else steps her way. I don't have no fear of her losing the belt, and she already done she done beat everybody over there. I mean, I thought Nia, I thought about at least we going to put Nia Jax into making some kind of threat, but they're not even doing that right now. I mean, even that, uh, what is that, four-way or whatever they had at the, the one paper I thought she was going, they could have made her lose it then by not losing. I thought they were, actually thought they were going to do that then. But y'all got Nia Jax over here. She should be a contender. She should, Rhea really should not be able to run over Nia Jax like she does all these other people. So, I don't know. They they really got to do better with the females because actually, I personally feel they got to do better with every single belt. With the exception, since we want to talk about heels, I know Chef ain't here. I just want to be. I just want to make one thing clear. Y'all can disagree if you feel like disagreeing. A lot of people say that Roman never wins a match straight up. He always gets held, right? So people often say it's because he a heel. That's what heels do. Blah 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 blah. Right? Typically, he'll get help. My man Gunther, is he not a heel? Because he damn sure ain't a face. How many matches have this man won? He don't even got the boys out there with him no more. He out there winning matches by himself. Gunther, to me, Gunther is the best champion that WWE has, period. It's not Roman. I'm never going to say it's Roman. All the other belts are wishy washy or they're not even defending it. That that match with the Miz was good, but I knew the Miz was not gonna beat no damn Gunter. I was <laughs> no, I would nah, It was a chance they could they could have went that way with it, and I and I would have been okay because I like the Miz. But that's why I think they got it. Got to be somebody like Randy because who the hell is it, who's left? Gunter is beating these guys straight up without no help. He's the damn people don't want to give him his damn credit. Like what else does this? Who else could he beat? Outside of somebody who that recently brought, or somebody from NXT, or 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 you know somebody else, like right now, he, he he's the measuring stick when it comes to that. He's probably the greatest uh, Intercontinental Champion of all time. That could be debatable. Oh. We argue, but the Miz. You talking about the Miz, or, the you about or you talking about Gunther? I mean, I'm about Gunther. It, it could That's be debatable. It's debatable. It's, it's, debatable. Debatable. it's, it's arguable with the, the Miz it's a it's it's a it's it's an argument that anybody can have but that guy as a heel winning straight up like match after match after match and, and hell of a match it ain't, it ain't no he ain't ran through nobody because quite a few people have gave him a run but like you got you got to give him his damn respect man he is not getting the respect he deserves like i thought they were gonna push him out the royal rumble and apparently they didn't because we Here we are going to another Royal Rumble I think he might win this Royal Rumble And that's when they're going to change That's when they're going to change I see him losing the belt at the Royal Rumble Getting in the Royal Rumble and winning it But I, I, guess, I guess we'll see
0: Yeah I guess we'll see man um, I think that the true Measuring stick in WWE Right now when it comes to Wrestling and facing a true gladiator and champion when it comes to the belts is Guther. I feel like if CM Punk, if Cody, or if Jey Uso wants to test the waters with a legit champion where they can still get credentials off of winning, it's absolutely Guther. I don't know why they have been avoiding Cody Rhodes versus Gunther. I don't know why they've been... Uh, I mean, now you have Randy Orton versus Gunther, which I'm very interested in. More than Randy versus Seth Rollins. More than CM Punk versus Seth Rollins. Like, Gunther is the measuring stick in the WWE when it comes to champions, to me. And then Roman is, is, uh, is unattainable. He's not
1: untouchable. He's just unattainable. That's bad writing. That ain't because he's great. I just say he's unattainable. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like
0: if he ain't there, he can't defend this belt. If, you know, if he ain't there, he can't get a whole bunch of new challenges and new storylines. If he's not present, then you know, you have to rely on the champions that people see. And I don't know when's the next time Roman is gonna have a match, or if he's even intrigued by the fact that Randy Orton, R-Truth, and CM Punk have returned to the WWE. And if you want some real competition, then put see, put, put your boy R-Truth in there. I don't want to see CM Punk. I don't want to see Randy. If Roman Reigns want real competition, put R-Truth in the match for the Rally up
1: I mean, they really... They, if, they, if they pushed it... I mean, of course, he's not going to beat Roman for the belt. But they could make that... Like they can make that very heat. R entertaining enough that people would be invested into that. You match. know what? I think that if 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 Roman really wanted
0: to become put more heat on himself, I think that he absolutely should challenge our truth. And it'll be so entertaining. I think I'll be more involved in that because it'll be entertaining, but it'll also have the element of like a Kofi Mania or the the side quest storylines that cody is having right now uh can can the little guy or can the old veteran hang with the current gladiator champion you know what i'm saying
1: i don't get why people don't have more than one match against roman like you guys will have a match and that's it they took out that that rematch clause a couple years back i mean yeah but even, even even without a rematch call it's just good storytelling like him and KO should have had another match at least, but like soon as they get done with Roman, they had they keep... three matches already. I, I I remember the only match I remember was the one with the the handcuffed or whatever. I didn't that I don't even remember the other matches. They had they had a couple matches. KO and 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 Roman when Roman was first had his
0: run with the belt. KO was just his, his uh, the major challenger. And He had like two at least two three shots major challenges. Uh, and the, and the bloodline at that time was too strong. See, people throwing shots at the bloodline because the bloodline is weak right now. They think the bloodline is weak. They think the bloodline
1: is weak. They are weak. I think somebody about to show up, and that's going to spice it up. But if you really they're going They're going to add more members, man. I they think they're going to add
0: a female presence because they already got Paul Heyman up there talking to, uh, the Rock's daughter. Um... And then if they wanted to really add a, a, a badass, they would go ahead and pick up Nia and start playing. I don't,
1: I don't think they care about the women for I think uh I think what's face is it umarka son or whoever, whoever the other guys out there, I think that's who gonna I think, I think that's who they're gonna bring because the bloodline is weak right now. It's two people. I'm supposed to be afraid of <laughs> solo and and Jimmy, uh no. So the name, the bloodline still got heat. That's why like what Mr. Everything said earlier, they're keeping their name going for people don't forget about them, but they're not doing nothing. Like don't nobody, the bloodline is not popping right now. So until they bring something back or have Roman come back, they got to keep on, at least with with Jay, they always bring up the bloodline. You know, they gonna keep on bringing it up, but like the bloodline is kind of getting low. So if they gonna bring it back, they got to bring it back because Jimmy and Solo and Paul Heyman, that's not the bloodline like that. That's not to me. Without Roman there, it's not really a bloodline and who like you said, who, who the hell know when Roman gonna show back up? Maybe WrestleMania will be the next time he show back up. So, uh, you know, I, I, I want to ask both of y'all that question. I think it's horrible for your attempt to be gone this long. Even, even if he ain't having a match, he'd still be on TV. How do y'all feel well how do y'all feel about the long the, the long break that roman is taking like not even not even not even showing up on the bench <laughs> like if i see if i go see the uh lebron james play and he hurt at least he's at least sitting on the bench so i can look at you <laughs> like you're the top you're the top star people are paying money to go see if you go through the smackdown you're hoping to see roman when I paid money to go see a Smackdown, I was hoping to see the main stars that was on that roster. I think it's a I think it's an you to the fans. This just me personally. I think it's an you to the fans, the fact that this dude is not even not even there. But you guys may feel different. How do y'all feel about it? Um I think that there the
0: absence of the main champion on SmackDown, number one, it it, it has a void on SmackDown that there are no real championships other than the women's championship, but there's right now SmackDown does not have a champion other than EO Scott, and that is very sad. They don't have a tag team division as far as, uh, you know, as far as something that they can compete for as far as tag team champions. They got to wait to the Raw champions come down to SmackDown in order for them to compete. Um, E.O. Scott is a part of, you know, uh, damage control. And even though she has the belt, she's not really carrying it well. But Bailey is really carrying the storyline. And Bailey is the reason why E.O. Scott is still champion, whether people want to, you know, believe it or not. And and now Logan Paul has the championship belt. And he gone to where, where, who knows where, uh, rubbing his nuts all over the back of the belt. You know what I'm saying? But even even though if somebody do want it, they're gonna have to sanitize it. Cause Logan Paul is, is wearing it naked somewhere on the on the island, talking, cutting the promo on his next competitor, which we don't even know who it is, because he ain't on SmackDown. So you got to wait yeah. for them to announce that Logan Paul is coming to SmackDown in order for you to even have an opponent. So now SmackDown is left champion list and they have these stars that they're trying to build in la night and they have the the whole bobby lashley and the street prophet story uh in fact which is 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 doo right now uh because they're not doing nothing with it and street Profits just lost again uh and they, they trying to put BFAB with the I'm not sure what they're trying to do with Bobby's new group. I was I thought it was gonna be the
2: hurt business 2.0, but it ain't. What are they why are they keeping BFAB around anyway? Nothing against the woman, but she has never really done anything since she's been there. Why are they keeping her around?
0: I don't know, but I'm just counting the days to where Ashanti is. He hasn't been on TV other than complaining that B-Fab is talking about it. And I'm like, dude, you need to switch that around, and you need to be talking about it. So You you need to be in Bobby. You can maybe leverage with him like, hey, look, you a veteran. I'm a veteran. We got to stick together. Let me join you guys. You know what I'm saying? Now, if Bobby took a a a Ashanti Adonis and B Fab and, and included with them the with the street Profits and then make them a real faction then I would be impressed but I don't think that Bobby is that guy to do it because he doesn't have temperament for that now if it was MVP and he was back in the mix which I don't know where the hell MVP and Omos have been no no, no, no. Why well, would y'all put them together if y'all just gonna have them doing daily squat?
1: It's a lot of it's a lot of people they, they they doing that with. I told you guys before that they were gonna fumble Jade, and I don't care what nobody say. They been they she ain't done nothing. How long she been there now? Damn near two months. I'm okay with that because when she come out, if
0: she comes out at the beginning of the year and she comes out during the Royal Rumble. That'll be a big interest. I would rather Jade have came out, come out next year when she's ready and when the spotlight is all on her, than her being overshadowed by CM Punk's return, like Randy was, and I hated that. How did you? Guys, let's fact. Let me let me go to that real quick. How did you guys feel at the end of the show uh, when the music hit and it was CM Punk, right? and uh i want i want to see what you guys think this was my initial reaction to the whole thing you know what i'm saying
1: wow holy
0: holy smokes, smokes. oh my god wow yeah yeah. i didn't i did not expect that wow they were shouting his name wow they were but i ain't expected wow wow i can say i did i didn't expect it i wasn't like excited i was just more shocked than anything that he actually showed up and then the best up part to me when it was happening, I'm like, dad, they're going to put him right after the match with Randy and, and kind of overshadow his whole return. I thought that was kind of shady. I think it's some storyline in that. How do you guys feel about that whole thing?
1: Let me go up here. I, I mean, yeah, I, I didn't like it myself, but I felt like Randy deserved. Uh, Randy deserved more. Uh, Coming back. He deserved it the spotlight at the end of the show But I understand why they did it. They didn't have a choice. It was Chicago They know they've been sitting on CM Punk. If CM Punk would have came back in other cities It would have popped, but it was never gonna pop like that And like it did with Chicago So they had to bring him back even if they even if they're not ready for him to do nothing yet They had to bring him back uh, In Chicago, they didn't have a choice um, I always knew Brand- I knew I knew Randy was gonna be there, and I knew CM Punk was gonna be there. I definitely knew CM Punk was gonna be at the end of the show, though, because you couldn't have started off the show like that. You couldn't have put him in the middle, so you had to put him in. You know, you pretty much had to put him at the end. Um, and more people are talking about CM Punk's return than they talk about Randy's return. they're probably close, but CM Punk's return is the more shocking return for the people who thought he won't coming back. But um. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really like how they how they did it, but I understood it business-wise. They just didn't have a choice. CM Punkman signed with them for a while, but they had to break to the right time to bring them back and can you imagine they brought them back in Saudi? Saudi Arabia. Saudi, Saudi got Saudi got a good crowd, but come on now. If they brought they them back have, in, they would have won the same. Yeah, they would have brought that said they brought him back in New York or somewhere else. It still would have popped. But ain't nothing like your hometown. You know your hometown crowd is always going to be, you know what it is. So they didn't. They didn't really have. They didn't really have a choice. Uh,
0: Mister Everything, how would you feel if you was Randy Orton and it was your big return, and then you were overshadowed by another wrestler that was making his return with a bigger name? Would you feel any kind of way about that?
2: Uh, I honestly don't really feel like he got overshadowed. I honestly feel really? like it was a it was a downplay on CM Punk. Like WWE put themselves in a in a really bad position when they did that for several reasons. One, you have CM Punk making this return, which if you have to do it in Chicago, okay. Why not extend your your stay in Chicago to Monday night? Why not do Monday uh Survivor Series and then do Um, Monday Night Raw in Chicago, you know? Um, And then you have to think about the aspect of you had CM Punk come out and you still have everybody that all the participants that were in the war games is still in the daggone ring. So everything they did does not matter anymore because they're still sitting there watching all of this unfold. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you watch the the video with um, Seth Rollins doing his whole, you know, I'm going to kill this man, the whole judgment day is still in the ring. It's -hmm. still in the ring. So it's like, you know, what was the purpose of them doing all of that and then do this and and send uh, singing punk out there in the middle of all that? That was my big take on it.
1: Well, they didn't yeah. they wouldn't have had time. You imagine how long it would have took for them. They it ain't nothing they could have got out and just ran out of the ring. <laughs> they supposed to be they supposed to be all halfway dead. <laughs> 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 they, had to, they had to take that time to get out. So there's no way they could have kept it on air unless they would have had like how how what other way could they have done it? They still would have had to stay on air.
0: Well well Drew yeah, Drew McIntyre definitely up, stormed off at the end of the match.
1: Yeah, I've, I've heard that they said that Drew McIntyre. I know a lot of people. He he left before CM Punk came back. If you watch, I've seen a lot of footage. They made it. They try to make it look like he stormed out when CM Punk came, but he did it before. But from what I understand, he was upset about a lot of spots that didn't go right or something. I don't know. That's, to me, it's something that's part of the work too. But it seemed like they they making him out to be a little bitch. I'm sorry, <laughs> uh, Drew McIntyre. Like I'm I'm sick of him crying. Like. Like basically, Sammy put him in his place on Monday. Man. Like, dude, shut the hell up, crying! Like, what are you, what are you crying? And if if he want to get at, at the damn bloodline, then show up on SmackDown and jump him, Oh, be mad at Solo. Jay wasn't even there that night. If he was there, I can't remember. But Solo was the one. If I'm not mistaken, correct me Solo if I'm wrong. Was the one. Solo yeah. was the one that cost him the title. So you should be going at Solo. Why you keep on worrying about damn about Jay? So that the whole storyline they're doing him don't even really make sense for him to be so upset about. He's so mad at the bloodline, but yeah, you don't show up. Jimmy don't showed up on Raw a couple of times. So yeah, you need to be. And they, did they ever do? Did they? Did they ever even do a Drew McIntyre versus Solo? Because I only remember.
0: Possibly I can't really remember it I think they they probably had to because you know solo is the' is the underboss under <laughs> and well you got to go through Jimmy and then once you get Jimmy you go to solo and then once you go to solo you get Roman so I think that's how they've been doing it lately, and I'm pretty sure that he has I'm not sure how they how that turned out maybe there was some interference or something happened uh where they didn't cause solo to lose uh but yeah. That's that's just going on. Let me uh go into this next story real quick, fellas, before we uh go ahead and uh, say our uh farewells. Uh, WWE former diva uh, Sonny has uh been in the news lately, man. And I don't know if you guys remember Sunny from back in the day. She was one of uh, the first divas. Uh, in WWE and she was well loved. Uh, Her poster was on the the wall of many boys. I'm telling you there was a lot of stiff socks and dirty tissues in the house. The lotion was always gone because Sonny was uh, making little boy's dreams come true (laughs) Uh, during her career, man. So sunny was hot in wwe man and uh she's been in the news lately right now she's about 50 years old and uh she just got sentenced to 17 years in prison with eight years of probation uh for a dey car crash that killed a 75 year old uh florida man uh julian brand Lasseter, uh last year um Man, 17 years, man. By the time she gets out of jail, she could be out of what 67. 67 years old, man. Uh, this is a a story that's been circulating, man. Let's talk about that real quick. Mr. Everything, what are your thoughts on that? I don't
2: care. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you, man. Sadie Sunny, has been in and out of trouble for a long time. You know, she's always had some type of controversial thing. Um, I don't even know why it's really making news because she hasn't really been relevant since she's been in WWE. After she got fired or left or whatever, I don't even know what happened with her. No one really talked about it, and I think I think that's why she stayed in so much different uh, troubles and controversial stuff because she tried to keep herself relevant in some kind of way. Like even when she go to conventions, nobody really goes to her table. You know, she's like the she's like the female Virgil. Nobody really goes to her table. So, um, because she, she doesn't look like Sunny of old. Like if you, you go to him, like,
0: two grandma I, just, I,
2: I, <laughs> I only I only feel that 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 tingle in my tingle in my shingles anymore. Ain't like, tingle in your shingles no, no more. <laughs> <I feel laughs> <adorable> and everything. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I mean, I hope, I hope, I hope wish her well we wish you well. We hope that you, are, you you redeem yourself and rehabilitate yourself and everything goes well. Um, if you be good and you just keep your ears closed, ears clean and your mouth closed, you might get out in about five, maybe six, you know, so. You killed the yeah. man. You know, you killed the man doing something stupid and ridiculous. We talk about it all the time. You know, we just talked about it last week. Do not be out there, you know, drinking and driving or being
0: behind of a wheel intoxicated or anything like that so yeah do, do your time oh man lp real quick man what are your thoughts on former wwe diva sunny man and some of the legal troubles that she's in man she just got 17 years in prison with eight years of probation for a dui car crash killing 75 year old Florida man uh julian brand lassiter man what are your thoughts on that
1: uh she a racist, so they could have gave her life. I don't give a damn. Jesus Christ. <laughs> we got sponsors now, man.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Oh, <laughs> I can't see her, and I, like I care about, you know, yeah, because she she got she got a very dark past. She's she's done this a couple of times, actually. It's not the first time she's gotten DWI and stuff like that, but she's a minute.
0: She doesn't learn her lesson so i mean what 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 can you do yeah oh man well uh hey man i hope she you know learned something we got lessons and and blessings in in our lives so hopefully you know peace be with her uh the fellas at the best damn wrestling podcast are a little bit more harsh than me they saying don't drop the circle so uh, Sunday. <laughs> oh man. Uh that's a that's a crazy story, but you know, rest in peace. Uh, I am not I'm not negating the victim out here, man. Rest, rest in peace, Mr. Laster. You know what I'm saying? That was you know, kinda of tough to lose your life, my friend, my brother. All right, fellas Man, it's been a great show. Uh before we end, I want to uh thank uh one of our sponsors. Now, first of all, I got to thank all of our sponsors. Uh, within uh, this last week, we now have fifteen new sponsors uh, and affiliates for the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Man, that they supporting your boys, and uh, we are luckily lucky and we're blessed uh, to have you guys come on board the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast train. And so we're going to uh show a little bit of love to our sponsors and uh best damn nation you make sure that you show some love back and tell them that the best damn wrestling podcast sent you over there uh to support their brands and their companies man so today uh is a brand that i actually use um they have everything from supplements to vitamins to everything that you need to get your body back on track for you to feel good uh, about yourself, for you to get in shape, to lose weight. You can find any kind of supplements that you need uh, by our friends NatureMade. And um, I got to hold up a bottle because I actually have some Nature Made here uh, for him and for her. I even got my wife one up, you know what I'm saying? But we take these supplements every day. You know what I'm saying? They they make your body feel good. They give you all the nutrients that you need. You know what I'm saying? So uh, go over to Nature Made. Uh, we got some links in the bio. So go over to our link in the bio, man, and get uh, some Nature Made products, man. You can get a nice little discount and tell them that your boy is at the best damn wrestling podcast. Sent you over there to get some good apes. Fellas, you know, we do this each and every week. We got to leave the people with a word of motivation, a word of advice, something to dig deep in your soul and make you feel good about yourself. Spread love and knowledge and wisdom to the people that watch us. Fellas, let me go over to Mr. Everything. Do you have a final word for the beautiful people?
2: Yes. My final word for the beautiful people. No only means not right now. It does not mean forever. So whatever it is that you're trying to accomplish in your life, keep pushing, keep going, keep trying. And if all else fails, always remember rule number one, which I should have said first, rule number one, trust God. But just remember, just because it's no today does not mean it's no forever. I dig that, my friend. That's a
0: that's a testament to, uh, I mean, like, TM Punk's return. We thought that was a
2: never. Guess what? It happened. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm uh, glad uh, 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 how cold it is in North Carolina that morning. Hell froze over, and it passed over them on the planet Earth.
0: It's freezing. Yeah. I can't feel it because I'm in Phoenix, and it's still, like, 70 degrees outside, so it's beautiful here. But I, hell did freeze over just a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Just a little, just a little bit. Uh, we got some uh, some more fitness stuff coming from you, right, Mr.
2: Everything? Absolutely. I'm going to put together some, some really cool stuff for you guys. Um, if you guys want to, um, I am planning to do it like a fitness type of video live on TikTok. Um, I will plug it on the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast page. And let you guys know when that is going to happen. And if you have more than a thousand followers. And you can go live. You can join me in my workout. And we're going to get fit. We're going to get sweaty. We're going to make it happen. We're going to get some muscles. We're going to get rid of these bellies. Okay. We're going to get rid of these these dimples and say lights. We're going to build energy. Okay. We're going to be healthy. And LP is going to be right there with us. Right, LP? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and we're we gonna, yeah, yeah. We, we
0: gonna shout out our friends uh nature made on that thing too. <laughs> oh man that's awesome uh let the beautiful people know what you got's going on and where can they find you
2: absolutely so you already know you can follow me on tiktok at uh official underscore mr everything on TikTok. Um go ahead and shoot me a follow, see all the different things they got going on, and find me on Instagram, Roosevelt LLC. Um uh, and shoot on my website, go to my website, check some things out, see what I got going on. Rooseveltconyus LLC.com. And uh, you know, follow your boy. Let me know what you're trying to do, what you what you need. I got uh personal training services. If you're in the North Carolina area, I got massage services. Um, so I, I got all kinds of different things going on. So hit me up. Let me know what you got, what you need.
0: Yeah. Hit Mr. Everything up. If you want to get rubbed though. Consensually. <laughs> uh, <laughs> LP, do you have a final word for your beautiful subjects? Uh, I
1: just, I just keep it simple, man. Just, just keep pushing. So you. You right there, you just don't realize it yet. Mm. You to quit, if you right there.
0: Hey, that's a great word. Just keep pushing. Cause what you want is on the other side of that. Ain't that right, LP? Yeah,
1: right on the other side. Down by yeah. the river.
0: <laughs> down by the river. <laughs> Wait, down by the river. deep. <laughs> that's like that. Oh man. L P. Let the beautiful people know what you got's going on and where can they find you.
1: Uh, you can find me on Instagram, one quick photography shoots with an S. You know, same old as always, fashion shows, <laughs> upcoming fashion shows, photo shoots, logos, a whole lot of stuff. So just check me out there and keep up with, with everything I got going on.
0: Oh, man. So y'all make sure y'all follow your boy LPZ. And once he's got going. Oh, uh, fellas, I got to hit you guys with a final word, man. Get big face real quick. Uh, my final word, a word of the day is the world is changed by your example and not your opinion. Uh, that quote, and I know I'm going to butcher his name, by Paulo Coelho I think that's it <laughs> I'm close uh, <laughs> but I thought that was a, a beautiful quote man, the world is changed by your example and not your opinion um, if you want to change something about your surroundings or even about yourself you have to Number one, have a plan. Start thinking about brainstorming some solutions instead of worrying and thinking about the actual problem. Think about ways that you can actually come out of that and think about what that might look like for you. Visualize yourself in that place of solution. Then you want to write it down. Write down your plan so you can strategize about what you're going to do next. And how things are going to look for you. Then once you write it down. You start to execute your plan. Of how you want to change things. For yourself. For your business. For your family. And you work every day. To go towards that goal. And where you want to be in life. You know what I mean. You can have an opinion about something. And you can actually have. Knowledge of the truth. In a situation. But if you're not applying the things that you know if you're not applying the skills that you have learned and adapted to if you're not uh changing and evolving as a person then you're not growing and you're not going to attain the things that you want to or achieve the goals that you want so the world is changed by your example if you want to be an example to your kids, to be an example. If you want them to see something positive, be that example, Mister. Everything is a wrestler. If he wants people to fall in love with wrestling, fall in love with the storytelling, fall in love with the craft, he has to perform that in some type of level. He has to lead by example. The teachers lead by example. You know what I'm saying? You can't call yourself a boss unless you're willing to teach and lead. A lot of people want the boss title but don't have the function to be able to maintain what they have or what they create. So, you can change the world by your example and not your opinion. You think LP is just talking about having fashion shows out here? No, he's doing them. He's planning them. He's going against the grain. He's making some friends along the way and maybe ruffling some feathers. But he's doing it and he's getting it done and he's popping the city off like never before. Lead by example. Don't just talk about doing something. Actually go and do it. You want to be a better man to your woman, a better husband? Lead by example. Take control of your household. Take control of your family. Take control of your actions and your emotions. Watch your energy. And lead your family into the future. You can apply that message to any part of your life. The world is changed by your example. And not your opinion. Fellas, I know that was a little long-winded, but was that a good word? That was a good word. That was a good word. Snap, snap, snap. Snap, snap, clap, 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 and tap, taps, and all that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, My name is Brian Renegade. You guys can follow me on all platforms at Brian Renegade. You can also go to phoenixfoodies.com and uh, check out our online magazine and blog where we talk about food, we talk about travel, we talk about connecting people through food and travel. Uh, We got some great content over there and you're going to check out a couple of our sponsors in that spot. And also follow all of the Best Damn Wrestling Podcasts and what we got going on. You can go to our Instagram at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Uh, You can go over to our Facebook group, the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. You can go to our Facebook page, the BD Wrestling Podcast. You can go over to our X or Twitter at Best Damn Crew. You can go over to our Twitch, the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast, and you can even visit our
2: TikTok at Best Damn Wrestling Podcast. Real quick, fellas, what's your TikToks? Official underscore Mr. Everything.
0: Official underscore Mr. Everything for his TikTok. LP, what's your TikTok? Uh,
1: One Click Top.
0: One Click Top. You can follow me over there, Brian Renegade. Uh, Or, like I said, you can follow our wrestling page at Best Damn Wrestling. Uh, If you listen to us online, uh, we're on Spotify. We're on iHeartRadio, Audible, Google Podcasts. Wherever you get your podcast, you can listen to the boys at the Best Damn Wrestling Podcast and you can get your fix of wrestling news. indie scripts. Uh Fellas, thank you for joining me. Real quick, I want to get y'all comments on this picture. We got a movie coming out that we got to check out. LP, I want to get uh, you to do a uh, Tough Talk review, movie review uh, on the Van Eric's movie. What do you guys think about uh MJ uh M what's his name? MJF. MJF. Yeah. Uh
2: <laughs> in this picture, acting. Quick thoughts? He looks
1: like, like a douchebag.
2: like incredible Hulk. The older
1: He looks like, like a he looked like a douchebag movie, he a movie. He looked like a uh the bullies in a movie. Where, where you think he's going, Mister Everything? You think you're gonna be a wrestler? You're never gonna be a wrestler, man. You're never gonna be a wrestler, man. Get your black butt out of here! <laughs> <laughs>
0: he, he does know. look like the 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 butthole bad guy in every surfer scary movie ever. He do. He look like the. The jerk that always uh, picks on people and bully people, you know.
2: And gets killed in the most horrible way.
0: Yeah, it gets killed in the most horrible way, like, get eaten by crabs and stuff. Just it's, it's, it's so bad. It's, it's just weird, yeah. Uh, I just had to show that picture real quick, man. I thought that was interesting. But LP, we got to check that movie out. We got to do a Tough Talk movie review. On uh, on the Baron Eric's uh, biopic, man, I think that's going to be a great movie. I think it's a great movie for wrestling, and I think it's a great movie for the cinema. So if you guys want to go and check that out, check that out. Uh, yeah, fellas, any final words?
1: When when does that movie come out? I'm not Is sure.
2: Is it already out? Right?
1: I thought it was Christmas. Is it a Christmas movie?
2: No, I believe it's this weekend.
1: This week ain't coming up.
2: Yeah, I'll give you. I'll give you a response in just a second. Uh, what this twenty second, December twenty second is the release date. December twenty
1: second. Okay, we gonna, gonna have a stiff competition. Color purple. Uh, Willy Wonka. That something else come out on Christmas. Yeah, it's around that time. So it's gonna be a good little competition for the uh, see how it do in the box office. Oh man. Sick. Great great
0: time great time for uh the movies. Real quick, Mr. Everything, you won't hear on the last show, and I you know, I just want to get your your thoughts on this. Uh you mentioned that you wanna fight a bear. Well now we have the promotional advertisement, for that fight. Everybody please pay attention to this Mr. Everything versus bullshit the bear. Oh um, there. Uh I gotta get your hand on that. Uh how do you feel like you gotta cut a promo right now on Bullshit Bear? Uh, <laughs> cut your promo on you on this bear that you now have to run.
2: You <laughs> know what? I think it is complete Bullshit. You guys think. That stepping in a ring with a bear is supposed to intimidate me. It's supposed to make me a little scared. I'm the guy that steps in a ring with any and everybody. Any and everything. You can't be Mr. Everything if you can't fight everything. You can't be Mr. Everything if you can't fight everybody. Line them up and I'll knock them down. Because by the end of the night, I don't care if that bear knows English, Spanish, Spanglish, French, or Martianese. By the end of that night, that bear is going to do one thing and one thing only. And that's say my name loud and proud and with conviction. Or he'll keep my name out of his damn mouth.
0: We will see you next week on the next Dale Wrestling Podcast. Fellas, we will see you next week. Bullshit the bear. You got some trouble on your hands, sir. Mr. Everything is gunning for your ass. We bid you adieu.